1: Locked On Podcast Network and Radio.com present Locked On Today. J.J.
2: Watt followed the money to Arizona. The Atlanta Hawks have seen enough to make a change. Plus, with players fleeing the Texans, what NFL team will be the worst to play for in 2021? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Today.
1: Searching all major sports. Found Let's start with the biggest story.
2: I'm sure a lot of you were like me, just rolling along your Monday, and all of a sudden, J.J. Watt drops a major bomb on the sports world. He is going to the Arizona Cardinals on a two-year, $31 million deal with $23 million guaranteed. Joining me now, Alex Clancy and Bo Brack from Locked On Cardinals Guys, this was a, a huge shock to the system. But J.J. said he wanted a quarterback. This is according to Ed Werder. He wanted a supporting cast, and he wanted to play for a contending team. The Cardinals were not generally considered a contending team. Are they now? Maybe?
1: Um, you know, <laughs> they're, they're obviously closer. And and all joking aside, Peter, like, Bo, Bo gets green in the face because I talk about this so much. But the Cardinals... Need to find a strength somewhere, and it seems like in the 3 4 defense, they have it with Chandler Jones and JJ Watt. Sure, Chandler, sure, JJ Watt has injury history. I am under the impression, and I have been across all major sports, if you're on a good team, normally guys will play through things a little bit more than if they're not. And JJ Watt mm. still has panache, he's got buzz around him. And I, if you were to ask me if I would rather have Larry Fitzgerald and Hassan Reddick or J.J. Watt, I would take the latter. And I think it's a good day for the Arizona Cardinals because you bring in an anchor not only on the field, but off the field, in the locker room, and in the community. It's a win all around, in my opinion.
2: This is now a division... Absolutely loaded for Bear. The Rams make the trade for Matthew Stafford. Uh the 49ers have been kicking the tires on guys like Deshaun Watson. Maybe we have another Texan traded into this division. Bo, I wanted to ask you about this. Where do you now see the Cardinals in this NFC West hierarchy?
0: This team can win the division. I don't I don't I don't doubt that, especially with the role that DeAndre Hopkins is assuming uh as, as this recruiter. You know, this elite recruiter. I mean, if Aaron Donald starts to recruit like DeAndre Hopkins, then I might uh, be a little concerned. But DeAndre <laughs> Hopkins taking on this role, Peter, where Steve Keim, the general manager, has fallen short, short. You know, now they have a trio of guys. You can even throw a, make it a quartet with Buda Baker, who emerges as one of the best safeties in the league, and Chandler Jones coming back. I mean, that's five. I know it's top-heavy, but this team has the ability now just through you know rec- name recognition of players that are coming to the desert that want to win, and who's going to join them? Who's going to join Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins, J.J. Watt, Bud Baker, Chandler Jones? It's uh, it's really going to be an interesting offseason, and the Arizona Cardinals once again in back to back off seasons are setting themselves up. To, you know, and I know you can you can say, hey, you know, the winners of the offseason, it doesn't necessarily translate during the regular season. But the Arizona Cardinals on paper are putting together something special, something like you said, it hasn't happened ever as far as the Cardinals are concerned, maybe 2015 and 2016. But other than that, it's it's rare.
2: Two years, 31. At least now we know J.J. Watt can't afford a Peloton. We haven't yet hit the all star break, and the Atlanta Hawks have decided it was time to move on from their head coach. That's next. Today's episode is brought to you by betonline.ag. Just because the NFL is over doesn't mean there still aren't plenty of ways for you to make some money betting on your sports knowledge. And there's one place that has you covered, one place that we trust. That's betonline.ag. And right now, when you sign up for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code Locked On, you will get a 50% welcome bonus. That means they will give you money just for putting money in your account. It couldn't be easier. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. There's NBA to bet on, college basketball, baseball is going to be here before you know it, hockey, golf is a blast to gamble on. And when you go to betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on, you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Buying car parts can be a major hassle, especially right now when you don't want to go into the store. And even if you do go into the store, you have to deal with someone behind the counter who is gonna have to go look up the parts in their warehouse on their computer. You have a computer, you have a smartphone, you have the internet. You can go to rockauto.com and do it yourself. rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. They've got a unique and remarkably easy to navigate catalog. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. And best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same part? Go to rockauto.com now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you.
1: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: The Utah Jazz made a valiant effort to erase a fourth quarter deficit against the New Orleans Pelicans, but it wasn't enough to beat Zion
3: and the Pels. Hey everyone, Jake Madison of Locked On Pelicans here. New Orleans gets the big win over the Utah Jazz, 129-124, fueled by Zion's absurd third quarter where he scored 15 points. He went right at Rudy Gobert all night long, completely fearless against the two-time Defensive Player of the Year, and at one point sent him flying away from the basket in route to an easy layup. He finished with 26 points on the night. He's awesome and a must-watch player. But the real story really might be Lonzo Ball. He's been mentioned in trade rumors throughout the season, but he's quietly been putting together his best offensive season in the NBA. He finished with 23 points on the night, eight assists, and is shooting 40% from three and 78% from the line this season, while averaging 15 points per game. If he keeps doing this, the Pelicans would be foolish to trade him, and he may be in line for a big payday this offseason. So for more on Lonzo and Zion, be sure to check out the Locked on Pelicans podcast.
2: James Harden keeps stepping up for the Nets as Kevin Durant remains out. Harden put up 30 points, 15 assists, and 14 rebounds as the Brooklyn Nets overcame a collapse in the final seconds of regulation to beat the Spurs 124-113. In overtime on Monday night, snapping a 17-game losing streak in San Antonio. Harden spoke after the game about getting his triple-double with no turnovers.
3: It has to be that way. If I'm the point guard and my teammates and coaching staff is giving me the responsibility to handle the basketball, I have to do a really good job of, of uh, with my passes, making them precise, and not just giving away points. And I feel like you know we, we harp about it all the time. If we get a shot at the rim, It's a very little team that can stop us and and guard us. So uh, that was an emphasis for myself and and it's gonna be like that way you continue the rest of the season. Uh, Me just turning the basketball, whether it's careless or not, just uh, it it can't happen. And tonight I think as a team, we did a really good job of that. San Antonio is a great team, they're very disciplined. And if you don't, um, if you you turn the basketball over, they'll make you pay for it. So uh, it was the emphasis for tonight and we did a good job of that.
2: It was another big night in the Big 12 as number 17 Oklahoma State beat in-state rival number 16 Oklahoma 79 to 75. Cade Cunningham made four free throws in the final 15 seconds for the Cowboys sealing the win. What is the reward for Oklahoma State? A matchup against number 3 Baylor and number 6 West Virginia to close out the regular season. No good deed goes unpunished. The NIT tournament is condensing its field and headed to Texas. The NIT will feature 16 teams all playing in the Dallas-Fort Worth metro area with games being held at Comerica Center in Frisco and at UNT Coliseum on North Texas' campus in Denton. In previous years, the tournament has featured 32 teams with games being held at campus sites until the semifinals and championship games at Madison Square Garden in New York.
1: Here is another story you need to know.
2: In a surprise move Monday, the Atlanta Hawks announced that they would be moving on from Lloyd Pierce after a disappointing 14-20 and 20 start to the season. Joining me now from Locked Hawks, Brad Rowland. And Brad, uh, Nate McMillan, who was uh, the assistant there, or one of the assistants there, is going to be taking over on an interim basis. This was genuinely shocking Given, uh, you know that that it number one that it's Atlanta, but number two that we're still pretty early in the season, and this is still a pretty young team they're putting together.
4: Yeah, it was a little bit surprising. I, I was less shocked than it sounds like you were in terms of the move actually happening. But the timing is a little bit curious with two games before the All-Star break. if I think the logical thought process would be if you're going to do this this close to the break, you would just do it during the break. And instead, they did it after a practice on a Monday afternoon. So certainly a little bit of an, of an odd situation and uh, certainly a surprise.
2: In terms of why this happened I mean, is this about uh, ownership having unrealistic expectations or maybe realistic expectations that they just haven't been able to meet for whatever reason in Atlanta? Or what do you think is the driver of this?
4: Yeah, I'm not sure if that's the case. I mean, in this situation, there's really a lot of nuance required. But Lloyd Pierce, who was the one that got fired today, was the first person in the organization to say that the playoffs were the expectation for this year, dating back to March of last year. So I'm not sure if it's an expectations game, although I'm sure it is on some level. But when you do what the Hawks did this offseason and spend a ton of money um, on free agency and upgrades that have not really worked out, by the way, (laughs) Uh, but – they did that and that puts even more of a focus and, you know, this is year three and he was kind of to to an end of his contract and all that stuff. So I think it kind of just mounted and mounted and had some frustrating losses along the way this year as well, which I think is a big part of this is just the way they lost games, not necessarily just the record itself, but yeah, it's sort of a combination of all these things in terms of just, you know, lack of NBA head coach job security too is kind of at the forefront of this, I think as well.
2: Ultimately, I think the biggest question and, and one that clearly the Hawks think they have an answer to is, The problems that this Atlanta team has faced so far this season, are they solvable with a coaching change?
4: Um, I I think it honestly has more to do with the roster than the coach. Um, Not that I think that Lloyd Pierce is on like Greg Popovich's tier or Eric Spolstra's, but I I think that he got a little bit too much heat and uh, ultimately... It's more of a uh, situation of whether he could prove he was good, whether that versus at him actually being bad. If that makes sense to me, uh, it's uh, the roster has been just sort of. <laughs> bludgeoned by injuries throughout this season and I think that is probably what's going to drive their improvement in the second half of the season just getting healthy and not having cluster injuries um, a, a coaching change can tweak some things for sure and I said this on my podcast earlier but I think that there is certainly a world in which this is an upgraded head coach Nate McMillan is pretty good and we kind of know that I'm not sure he's elite in fact I'm confident he's not elite but that might be better what they had so the combination of the roster getting healthier um, just kind of more more cohesion and potentially an upgraded head coach could do wonders for this team
2: With an exodus in Houston, what NFL team will be the worst to play for in 2021? That's our cue of the day next.
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Agree or disagree? This is the cue of the Day.
2: Free agency is just around the corner, which means a lot of high-profile names could be picking new destinations in 2021. But which are the least desirable destinations in the NFL right now? Joining me now, one of the Tuesday hosts of Locked On NFL, Luke Braun. And Luke, if you were going to put together your... LVP list, your list of the worst (laughs) potential destinations. If you're one of these high priced guys, what does that list look like?
5: So I think at the top is easy. It has to be Houston. I don't think anybody has any uh, any qualms about that. Not only is it a situation where you're going to have a quarterback that probably won't play for you, even if you don't find a way to trade him, he holds out or whatever. So you don't have a quarterback. They don't have uh, too much cap space. They're doing better than some teams, but it's not like they can break the bank like a team like Jacksonville could for you. Um, and it seems like That is not like a horrible environment just to be in like interpersonally. Everybody wants out (laughs) of that environment. So you're not going to want that as as a player. And plus, they have to get so much worse before they can turn it around and be better. Like they're not going they're not done going through this dark period of the Jack Easterby era ruining the team. How many Mm. years of your, let's be honest, short lived career are you going to blow going four and 12 in Houston? Um, I also on my list, I would put Detroit. Um, I don't like the direction Detroit is taking at all. Again, your quarterback situation is Jared Goff and you're kind of linked to that for two years. So this is one of those things that unless you are really high on Jared Goff, for some reason, you are going to be stuck two years kind of floundering with Jared Goff. Um, they don't have a ton of money to give you either. And they are also going to kind of have to get through a period of darkness before they can even start their rebuild. Now, couple years you go over be part of the rebuild sure but you don't want to be part of the regime that was right before the rebuild and another one i'm going to throw in is not necessarily as dark of an organization but the eagles are in a, a yeah. lot of cap trouble right they're going to have to do a lot just to get under the cap and just to be able to like kind of field a roster so you're they're not going to be able to pay you competitively with teams like washington new england the jets the jaguars you're going to be able to get better contracts elsewhere but also if you don't believe in Jalen Hurts, you're in a big trouble there because they don't really have the assets to go fix their quarterback situation. Um, and then, of course, there uh, is something strange abrewing brewing interpersonally also in Philadelphia. What is going on in Chicago? Because
2: I was going to say they, Chicago, too. They also do not have cap resources to go out and make this team better. In fact, they're going to have to cut some of the, you know, they just bring in Jimmy Graham. They're probably going to release him. They went to the playoffs last year but it's one of those fool's gold 8 and 8 playoff runs but what is what does that team look like beyond 2021 i just have no idea that that is a secretly dark place right now in the nfl uh,
5: chicago kind of always is but right. I, like listen if you are looking at chicago and i think even bears fans can agree chicago's looking at a reset button sooner rather than later and when your team hits the reset button you don't want to be the guy that just got there
2: if you're okay so we agree houston is number 1 with a bullet right Sure. And I'm sure most Texans fans are right there with us. (laughs) Is there, do you have a a lean on who you think the second worst? I just, there's one other name that I, I just think maybe we're overlooking a little bit. I know they have the number two pick the jets. Like what is going on there?
5: Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of bad history to the Jets, but they did just sort of reset a lot of that staff. So I'm almost willing to give them the benefit of the doubt for a little bit. I think my number two has to be Detroit for the aforementioned reasons. But also, I just don't really buy it with Dan Campbell and the like all players coaching staff. And maybe he'll prove me wrong, but it seems like Detroit needs to go through another bad chapter before they can have a chance to get a good chapter I just don't really see that configuration working out. And if I'm a player, I don't know if I want to be a part of that unless they can pay me out the wazoo. Like, I don't think Jacksonville is going to be good, (laughs) but pay me $20 million and I'll go three and 13 with you. Uh, The Lions are $9 million over the cap uh, if it's a $180 million cap this coming season. So they're not going to be able to pay you competitively to do that.
2: And finally, Aaron Rodgers has been stepping up to help local businesses in his hometown of Chico, California. He created the Aaron Rodgers Small Business Fund last month and has donated a million dollars so far. He had this to say on his relief efforts. Small, locally owned businesses are the heart and soul of a community. It was heart-wrenching to hear about all the obstacles facing restaurants and retail establishments. So many of them are struggling just to stay in business but remain hopeful that there's an end to this. We are all hopeful that this end is coming and coming soon. Now that you've got the news, go make some money. Listen to Locked on Bets, download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. At least until tomorrow, stay locked on
0: today.
1: Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked on podcast ad-free
0: on Amazon Music.